Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. We come now to Psalm 28. It is a Davidic psalm. The occasion uh, that it was written for is unknown, but it was probably written after David had moved the Ark of the Covenant to Jerusalem. So this is at least um, seven or eight years into his reign as king. It's a prayer of petition for the Lord's support and his protection from evil opponents. And parts of it involve imprecatory prayers. Now, I've talked about this before, but that term, imprecatory, this is a prayer that asks the Lord to uh, bring judgment on evil people. And so David was uh, somewhat famous for these types of prayers, and um, this psalm contains some imprecatory prayers for David um, invokes the Lord to um, fall in judgment on those that are wicked and uh, those that have done evil things. He asks for the Lord to repay them in kind, essentially. So let's read now from the New International Version, Psalm 28. Of David, to you, Lord, I call. You are my rock. Do not turn a deaf ear to me, for if you remain silent, I will be like one of those who go down to the pit. Hear my cry for mercy as I call to you for help, and as I lift up my hands toward your most holy place. Do not drag me away with the wicked, with those who do evil, who speak cordially with their neighbors, but harbor malice in their hearts. Repay them for their deeds. And for their evil work, repay them for what their hands have done and bring back on them just what they deserve. Because they have no regard for the deeds of the Lord and what his hands have done, he will tear them down and never build them up again. Praise be to the Lord, for he has heard my cry for mercy. The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusts in him and he helps me. My heart leaps for joy, and with my song I praise him. The Lord is the strength of his people, a fortress of salvation for his anointed one. Save your people and bless your inheritance. Be their shepherd and carry them forever. And so David um, uh, starts out, the attribution is of David. It's very brief in the opening of this psalm, just those two words, of David. Um, no other directions or instructions to the musical aspects or anything else. And then his words, um, his first words, he addresses Yahweh as his rock. He says, to you, Lord, I call, you are my rock. And this theme of the Lord is our rock, both Yahweh and Uh, in the Old Testament and Jesus in the New Testament is a consistent theme throughout the scriptures. God is our rock. Jesus said uh, that we're to build our house upon the rock, him being the rock. David then pleads for the Lord to be attentive to his prayers. He says, do not turn a deaf ear to me, for if you remain silent, I will be like those who go down to the pit. Hear my cry for mercy as I call to you for help, as I lift my hands toward your most holy place. And so the reference to the most holy place is alluding to the temple, probably the tabernacle of Moses, but perhaps um, symbolically towards the heavenly temple, the holy, holy of holies and the heavenly temple. 
He then asked the Lord to separate him from judgment that's due to the wicked. He says, do not drag me away with the wicked, with those who do evil, who speak cordially with their neighbors, but harbor malice in their hearts. And so his partial definition of wicked people is those who do evil. That's easy. And those who um, uh, speak cordially. So they act like they're your friend, but they're not your friend. And uh, they harbor malice in their hearts. And so they're, they're two-faced, essentially. And then David prays the judgment of God would fall on these wicked people. He says, repay them for their deeds and for their evil work. Repay them for what their hands have done and bring back on them just what they deserve. Because they have no regard for the deeds of the Lord and what his hands have done, he will tear them down and will never build them up again. And so David's summation, both invoking the Lord to judge them and then stating he will judge them, are both contained within um, that verse 4 and 5 I just read. David then celebrates the Lord's response to these prayers and petitions. He says, Praise be to the Lord, for he has heard my cry for mercy. And then David makes several faith decrees about the Lord. The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusts in him, and he helps me. My heart leaps for joy. With my song, I praise him. The Lord is the strength of his people, a fortress of salvation for his anointed one. And this particular reference to the anointed one is probably uh, David referring to himself as the anointed king of Israel. So the Lord is a fortress of salvation for the anointed king of Israel. And then David closes with a, a corporate prayer of protection over God's people. He says, save your people. And bless your inheritance, be their shepherd, and carry them forever. So a nice little uh, concise psalm that differentiates dramatically between the wicked and the righteous. And David's expectations and hope of the Lord are clearly proclaimed both beneficial for the righteous and detrimental to the wicked. Now, before I close, I want to read this in the Passion Translation. I like the wording, wording in this particular translation for Uh, these few verses. So listen carefully. Psalm 28 from the Passion Translation. I'm pleading with you, Lord, help me. Don't close your ears to my cry, for you're my defender. If you continue to remain aloof and refuse to answer me, I might as well give up and die. Can't you see me turning toward your mercy seat as I lift my hands in surrendered prayer? Now, Lord, please listen to my cry. Don't allow me to be punished along with the wicked. These hypocrites who speak sweetly to their neighbors' faces while holding evil against them in their hearts. Go ahead and punish them as they deserve. Let them be paid back for all of their evil plans in proportion to their wickedness. Since they don't care anything about you or care about the great things you've done, take them down like an old building being demolished, never again to be rebuilt. But may your name be blessed and built up, for you have answered my passionate cry for mercy. You are my strength and my shield from every danger. When I fully trust in you, help is on the way. I jump for joy and burst forth with ecstatic, passionate praise. I will sing songs of what you mean to me. You will be the inner strength of all of your people, the mighty protector of all, the saving strength for all of your anointed ones. Keep protecting and cherishing your chosen ones. In you, they will never fall. 
like a shepherd going before us, keep leading us forward, forever carrying us in your arms. So, Lord, like David, we praise you. You are the strength of all of your people. You're the mighty protector of all who love you. God, keep on protecting and cherishing us. Lord, in you we will never fall. Be our shepherd going before us, leading us forward in every endeavor. Forever, Lord, carry us in your arms. We ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.